Learning from your customer is very important for the success of any business, and it is certainly important to get the truth from your customer. So the question arises: How can I get the best out of customer conversations? Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the Product Byte Podcast, and this is your host Jibin Sajid Joso. Welcome again, and today I'm going to talk about customer interviews or how to talk to customers to get the best information out of these interviews. Whether you're an early stage startup or a growth company, you need to talk to customers. And in the early stage, it's usually the founder or the founders who reach out to potential users of their product or the people who they think have the pe- uh, the problem they are looking to solve. In a growing company, it's usually product managers who own customer conversations. The Mom Test by Rob Fitzpatrick is a great guide to customer interviews. Early stage founders and product managers can use the not so common common sense principles in this book to get to the truth behind customer problems and needs. The book is primarily directed towards early stage founders, but PMs too can use the insights from the mountains to get to the truth. You get to the truth when you can differentiate between what the user says and what the user actually needs. In this episode, I'm trying to extract the key insights from this book, The Mom Test, which is a practical guide to save your time, money, and heartbreak. So, getting to the truth is our goal as founders and PMs, and questions are our tools to get there. But we must learn how to use these questions, these tools. The usefulness of an early customer conversation is determined by whether it provides us with concrete facts about our customers' lives and their worldviews. Why the book is named The Mom Test? So the most common mistake you can make in customer conversation is to mention your idea too soon. Let's say I have a product idea for women and I go and talk to my mom who is a member of my target audience and I talk to her about the idea with all the bells and whistles. What will she say? She will support me and praise the idea because for one, she's proud of me and another like most moms she does not want to disappoint her son but I have failed there I have failed the mom test because what I got is just compliments and didn't get to examine if my mom really has a problem which I assume she has and which I am trying to solve so what is a mom test and how do you pass the test Passing the mom test means learning the truth even from your mom. Passing provides us with useful information. And failing the mom test will give us a rope to hang ourselves. Probe outlines the three basic rules to pass the mom test. Number one, talk about their life instead of your idea. Two, ask your Ask about specifics in the past instead of generics or opinions about the future. 
and number three talk less and listen more let's dive deep how to avoid bad data or false data people generally do not want to hurt your ego so they would never say that your idea is bad you will get all the praise for the solutions you've you've come up with and even if they don't have a real problem which needs to be solved so yeah compliments are bad data and sometimes dangerous because you are misinformed and you don't you don't want to build a business based on false information the best way to avoid misinformation of compliments is to completely avoid compliments by not mentioning your idea and you must avoid fluff you need to know that people are very optimistic overly optimistic about their future plans they would say i would definitely buy that rob tells us that i would definitely buy that 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 statement is the world's most lethal fluff you have to disregard promises about what they'll do in the future ask about their past people rarely lie about specific events that have already occurred regardless of your ego and you will get more reliable data from their behavior and actions in the past and the learnings may break your assumption so until you're ready to ask for commitments keep your idea and ego out of the conversation now how to ask important questions you should be terrified of at least one of the questions you ask in every conversation you should be prepared for answers that could break your idea or feature that you're passionate about so ask uncomfortable but important questions uncomfortable for you not for them if you don't you may get responses that you could work with they may seemingly validate your idea but remember a business cannot be built on a lukewarm response asking important questions could be an unpleasant task there is no way to push yourself to face and ask these questions rob gives a piece of general life advice here for unpleasant tasks you should imagine what you would have someone else do if you were delegating it then do that i repeat for unpleasant tasks you should imagine what would you what you would have someone else do if you were delegating it and then do that you should always keep a list of your three major questions handy be prepared for the planned as well as those serendipitous meetings with a potential customer keep it casual a quick and casual chat works better than a long formal meeting for learning about a customer and their problems being too formal is a coping me- mechanism for dealing with an admittedly ambiguous and awkward situation just remember this it is probably too formal if they seem to be doing you a favor by talking to you so don't make the conversation about your idea give as little information about your idea as possible while still steering the discussion in a useful direction commitment and advancement 
solid evidence of commitment is a positive signal from a potential customer quote-unquote customers who continue to be friendly but never commit to buying are a particularly dangerous source of mixed signals you know there is no such thing as a meeting that went well every meeting is either successful or unsuccessful if there is no commitment or talk about the next steps the meeting has failed rejection is never a true failure but not asking is unquestionably wrong rejections will direct you to the right path remember truth is our goal and not compliments if you don't know what happens next after a product or sales meeting it was a waste of time make sure you have clarity on whether the customer is really interested in your solution or not if they are not giving up anything of value that means no commitment the more they give up the more seriously you should take their encouraging words compliments are valid only if they have committed money time or reputation for you it is not a true lead or customer until you have given them a concrete opportunity to reject you the real goal of early stage sales is to learn revenue is a merely is merely a byproduct now how to find conversations aside from the hard hustle to find people to talk to you should always be open to serendipity unplanned casual conversations can give you gems of learning about customer problems the only thing people enjoy discussing more than themselves are their problems you are already more interesting than 99% of the people they have ever met if you are interested in their problems and minutiae you don't need to explain why you are there or even mention that you are starting a business if it's not a formal meeting just have a pleasant conversation find an excuse to talk about it if it's a topic you both care about keep your idea out of the chat and you will both enjoy the conversation it is the most unfair trick for quick quick customer learning uh, teaching and blogging are other methods to find conversation teaching is underappreciated as a learning and selling tool become an authority in your space blogging about your industry is also a good way to organize your thoughts and it improves your ability to converse with customers another guideline from brobi is to look for industry veterans and experts how do you find them if you ask for it a few times in your network you can find anyone you need but don't enter these conversations with these experts expecting to find customers it gives off a needy vibe and gives up the position of power instead seek out industry and customer advisors look for advice when should you stop having these conversations continue having conversations until you are no longer hearing new information now how to choose your customers or customer segments good customer segmentation is your best friend to avoid drowning and make your progress faster getting specific about your about who your ideal customers are 
allows you to filter out the noise that everyone else makes. Listen to this. You don't have a specific enough customer segment if you're not finding consistent problems and goals. Your customer segment should be profitable, easy to reach, and rewarding for you to build a business around. If you don't know where to look for your customers, cut your segment into smaller pieces until you do. You can't get the information you need if you're if you talk to the wrong people. And don't limit your conversations to the most senior or important people you can find. You want to speak with people who represent your customers, not just those who sound impressive on your status report. Now, how to run this whole process? Even if you do everything else correctly, bad results can occur if you do not have the proper process in place to guide your conversations. It is easy to interpret what the customer said incorrectly. There can be some bottlenecks with the process. You have a learning bottleneck when all of the customer learning is stuck in someone's head, yours, your or someone else's, rather than being disseminated to the rest of the team. So how to avoid bottlenecks? Preparation, review, and taking good notes are the three parts of avoiding bottlenecks. Your most important preparation task is to ensure that you are familiar with your current list of three major questions that I talked about earlier. When you have an existing set of beliefs that you're updating, it's easier to guide the conversation and stay on track. If you come across a question that can be answered with desk research while preparing, take a moment to do it. Don't take it to the customer. And when preparing, gather your entire founding team. You want both your business and your product team to be represented. You don't have to be um, too rigorous. All you really want to know is what do we want to learn from these guys, these conversations. You shouldn't, you shouldn't bother having the conversation if you don't know what you're trying to learn. Disseminate learnings to your team as soon as possible and as directly as possible using notes and exact quotes wherever possible. Taking detailed notes is the most effective way to keep your team as well as investors and advisors informed. Furthermore, notes make it more difficult to deceive yourself. The most important thing, regardless of the medium, is that the notes should be light enough that you'll actually review them yourself and with your team. Notes are useless if they are not read. Now, speaking with customers is a tool, not a requirement. If it isn't going to help or if you don't want to do it for whatever reason, simply skip it. Don't spend months conducting full-time customer conversations before moving forward with the product. Rob's intention with this book is to help you ex extract the most value from conversations in the least amount of time so you can get back to what really matters, growing your business. Okay, let's uh, conclude. 
you may still ask stupid questions. Don't berate yourself for it. The majority of bad conversations can be repaired. People are crazy about startups. Startups. Startups do cool things that improve people's lives. Everyone is rooting for the entrepreneur. People want to for- forgive founders when they make mistakes. They want the startup and the founder to succeed. So remember, everything is fine. Go and validate customer problems and bring your ideas to life. We can fix flawed ideas by asking good questions before they cause us problems. Thanks for tuning in. See you in the next one. Have a great day.